Thank you for joining us on the American Experience as we continue our interview with Haciel Flores. You know, culture-wise, you know, yes. like Latinos. Yes. Or, you know, Mexican- this part of the program is going to be in Spanish for now. Put your SAP button on. SAP. We're not going to have subtitles. Subtitles at the bottom. See, you know, being Latino and obviously in in an artist. Um, I I think I share this with you. I think sometimes it it, it you know we, we're kind of re- underrepresented at times, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what I would like to know a little bit more is how do you feel of being able to contribute to the culture, and not only that, being that you've done shows around the state, mm-hmm. um, and being able to collaborate yeah. with other uh, with other Latinos and, and and other artists from other you know yeah. I mean, whether you're from you know, Kansas City, Houston, you know, L.A. I don't know, man. But, mm-hmm. you know, just from different backgrounds, man. And, and you're able to kind of uh, be able to contribute in those ways, man. How does that feel coming from that Latin experience? Well, you know, the the, the greatest – it's funny. We could – there's a lot of stuff that, that – Yeah, we can – yeah. That it, takes pride. But, yeah. but one of the biggest moments that I take the most pride – and I and I and I would never forget is I was um, I was doing an event for the DMA. So the DMA had this this event where they had like a charity and they were going to auction off stuff. So I got to paint live at the awesome, DMA. Man. And so I was doing this painting at the DMA um, live and it was it was it was OK because, you know, there's people and, you know, normal the, the basic art, wine, cheese, the whole nine yards. Uh-huh. But when the night was winding down, the most beautiful thing happened. And I will never forget this. Please tell me mariachis were involved. <laughs> <laughs> there were no mariachis. There were no mariachis. <laughs> but the staff that was working that night, you know, cleaning, um, serving drinks, the food, everybody, they're all Hispanic, man. They're all Hispanic. And they're all like, obviously, they didn't want to come and talk to me during the event because they have to work. Mm-hmm. But once they it started winding down, they started coming and they were like, hey, you know, I just want to tell you that I'm very proud. And this is amazing. And, you know, La Raza is here, you know, yeah. pain. And, and the moment that they came and they started talking, I felt this moment of pride that was yeah. so big because... It was just like that's my people. Yeah, you know, like yeah, that's, yeah. they're they're here working. I was like, I'm just here working like you guys, yeah. uh, and 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 it felt they were they were like like I can't believe you know there's a there's a Spanish guy yeah. painting the DMA right now, and it was a huge moment for me. That felt like I won like and approachable at that right like you're so hey, yeah, yeah I was like, you're can, can we take a picture and all this yeah. stuff i was like absolutely yeah. and i was like i, I was and, and and i knew i knew at that moment like i was just like it's it's bigger than me it's bigger than anyone one of us you know it's important for us to succeed um not just as an artist but as a hispanic artist definitely because at the end when somebody wins we all win we all win yeah. yes oh man yes very much so. yes. very much so, and, and i mean that's that's just one beautiful example that I, that I can describe, but even even right now, we just I closing the show in in Austin with uh, Mexicarte, which is Mexican art, mm-hmm. and it's literally the Hispanic uh, Hispanics just talking about the frustrations that are happening now with this uh, with everything political all the way to mm-hmm. like um, the building a wall and all this whole thing and how we feel about it, 
and how we are able to express ourselves as Hispanic. And so it's not just uh, one individual expressing themselves. Now we have a group of people mm-hmm. showcasing their artwork and they're all incredible artists showcasing their artwork based on this kind of situation that we're going through. Mm-hmm. And just the simple fact that it is a museum and anybody could, in, in downtown Austin, that anybody could walk in and be exposed to this. You know, obviously, you know, there's a lot of precautions that they have to take right now because of everything that's happening. Uh, so it's not like they could have a bunch of people there, but the people that do come in and the, and, and, and the sets that they do have, they are getting exposed to this uh, Hispanic artist and all this stuff and the culture. And, and, and I just hope that there's people that walk in that they're just as proud as yeah. that moment and that time. And, and, and I think that the one thing, that, you know, that we need to highlight also is that, you know, something like that is very powerful where we're controlling the narrative in yeah. the sense that it's like it's it's not coming from a news network it, it, this yeah. this isn't a, a perspective that's we we downloaded off of a social media site this is actually what we feel and what we're putting up yeah. and it's you know obviously it, it's 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 gonna strike a feeling and an emotion because we live in such a you know tension like a tense country uh, especially because everything has yeah been kind of put out there and um, that's why I thought, you know, like what heals those wounds is, is art. Yeah. You know, brings us together. Um, you know, and, and obviously contributing to just a voice that like you just perfectly said, when, when one of us wins, we all win because yeah. that's what we need, man. We, we are, I, I, I've always said this, that in we're, we're underrepresented in a lot of areas, whether it's film, whether it's an art whether it's the music sometimes, you know, obviously if you don't turn into like a Spanish radio station <laughs> or you're watching Univision, <laughs> but if, if, if you're able to kind of um, contribute to the culture and, and the narrative of like, listen, we're just as talented. We bring, we bring it, passion. And, and Honestly, and, you know, I think we, we, we do get the short end of the stick because mm-hmm. it, it, it's so weird because we, do stand up for everybody else we want to make sure that everybody succeeds of every culture and it's because we are the success of other people mm-hmm. also helps us succeed as well True. um during the the, the troubling uh, times like when when black lives matter happened and all this stuff i remember being like we need to make sure that we have their back because in the future we're gonna need them to have our back and especially because, you know, at that same moment when that was happening, we had kids in cages and mm-hmm. people don't ever want to talk about it. Yeah, it's like they forgot. It's like, but not even they forgot because it's, it's like it's easier for somebody that was born here mm-hmm. to be able to fight back than for a person that has supposedly no right to be here to fight back. To fight back. So unfortunately, those people are not able to fight back or have a march because they're apparently not supposed to be here in the first place. So it makes it really hard. How are we supposed to? talk for these people when the government says that they're not even legally allowed to do so and so that's a really hard uh thing and I, and so during this, this this troubling times with with everybody else it's like we gotta make sure that you see that we have your back mm-hmm. because at the end of the day we're gonna need your help because it's bigger than us and and i think we need everybody's support to make sure that everybody is safe and everybody's taken care of um at the end of the day that's all we got we got ourselves you know mm-hmm. um when when the government lets us down 
I got to be able to count on, 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 on my friends and my family to have my back when something troubling comes by right. and be able to count on them. And the same vice versa. I, if, if something goes down, I want to be able to they come to me and be able to like, yeah, let's, let's make this happen. I got your back. Mm-hmm. So it's super important. Yeah. And, and sometimes I think the, the responsibility mm-hmm. that we as, you know, Latinos and Mexican Americans and how the Hispanic culture that we shoulder is is based on rea- perception is reality. Yeah. And, and, and let me just kind of go into what I mean. So we have to dress a certain way. Mm-hmm. We, we we're or you're not this or yeah. you're you're boxed in a, into a certain career field yeah. or or you only are good at doing this. And and that's not what it is. It, it's almost like if you break the mold yeah it's almost like it's a win for us because now we're like seen much more than just people who clean people who serve people who you know what i'm saying and so i think it's a big responsibility that we not only shoulder representing our families Mm -hmm. but we represent a race yeah we represent an ethnic group that for example when we go out and act wrong and what the first thing you see like yep exactly last name's hernandez <laughs> that's what not 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 <laughs> hernandez i'm just saying but when they blast us on the tv and yeah. last name's hernandez or rodriguez or alvarez or anything like that is like all of a sudden it's like see that's what happens yeah and so now it's like it's up to us to really be sure that you know hey when we we're teaching our kids hey when you walk out of this house you need to understand you don't only just represent our family yeah. you represent a culture you represent an ethnic group that by by all means people already have a perception of who you are yeah and and, and, it, and it's so funny because i i find myself that i i'm from mexico city like i'm mexican Me too. i'm like mexican, mexican. Mexican. but um even within my own culture i do like i want to be able that i'm as broad as possible because even in my art like uh, I think in San Antonio they have a lot of Chicano art, mm-hmm. so it's very well accepted. So the times that I have shown there, I was very I was questioned like, why is yours different? You know, why is your art not Chicano <laughs> art? <laughs> like, because I don't have lowriders in my. <laughs> you know, I'm like, you know, but but that's that's the thing that that we are that broad. You know, we are that, that we expand that far with it that we don't just have to do that. We're Mexican still. It doesn't mm-hmm. make any difference, but we are able to do anything. Mm-hmm. And it goes down to like the same thing with Hollywood. It's like, like if, if you're, a, 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 they have this. Like if you're Asian, you have to speak a certain way. And mm-hmm. it's like, no, I speak perfect English. Mm-hmm. Why can't I just speak perfect English? It's like, but they're not gonna know you're Asian. It's like, <laughs> I look Asian. <laughs> it's like the same concept as to like if I'm listening to Ramon Ayala and yeah. then I pop in some Gwen Stefani. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, what? What is this hollow back? That's how. That's how. It doesn't make you any difference. You're not. You're not any. You're not any less Mexican or anything like that. Uh, But that's the thing is that we are individuals that that at the end of the day you could go a certain way, but you still represent your culture and you still represent. It's it's a different format, but you're still very much part of it, and you still care for those people, and you still want to make sure that they're okay. So you know, one of the success things success in any kind of way is success for everybody. yeah. Um, one of the artists that I think has crossed all boundaries when it comes to ethnic race and all that is Selena. Man, I see. Oh yeah, I see. You know. All cultures wearing Selena t-shirts. Right? Yeah. And I'm like, you know, about Selena? you know about She's Selena? You don't know about Selena? And they try to hit you with that bitty, bitty bomb. You're like, oh, I don't know about that. But it's so cool to see that just like I can see 
you know, somebody wearing a Friends t-shirt yeah. that's straight up like Mexicana, you know, yeah. Mexicana wearing a Friends t-shirt or a Simpsons t-shirt, yeah. that it's cool to see that, a, you know, the, a Selena t-shirt being very recently, very recently, I just saw, so my little girl, I just, I went to Target, I went to Target and the kids section, mm-hmm. they had a kids book. And one of them, it says, The the Life of Selena. And it's like a little kid's book with little Selena. Like, it's a little character. And it's just one of those thick, you know, the little yeah. thick cardboard books. Yeah. It's, it's literally a kid's Selena book, but it's just in the kid's section. It's not like... In, it, and I mean, that's how, you know, she has Dude, broken those boundaries. Wh- one of the most powerful things that I think that as artists and creatives, as, as we possess, no matter what culture you have, is... You lay the foundation work for our children to dream mm-hmm. and see yourselves in that. And I, I'll tell you, there's two instances that I, I've, it's really drove that home to me. When uh, President Obama was elected, um, Evan Jones said this. He said, now my children can look mm-hmm. and see that you can reach the highest office in the land yeah. and reverse that to, you know, us doing such a creative project that your little one can be like, yo, I want to do that. Mm-hmm. What, you know, and, and the thing is like, our, I think even it sometimes in our culture is not being encouraged Yeah. to, yo, I want to yeah. be an actor. I want to, and it's always be like, no, you're going to go to work and you're going to go to school and this is how life yeah. is done and you're going to work from eight to five and this is what it is and you get to carry. And it's like, that's what I'm saying. Like, but also you, exposure, like exposure, exposure yeah. to, to, to those things. And like, like they always say, you got to be represented, but it's so funny because so for example, uh, uh, Jeremy Biggers, a uh, friend of mine, artist, incredible, incredible artist. He, uh, in South Dallas, he wanted to do a mural, mm-hmm. right? And he was like, I want to do this Nipsey, you know, mural. And it's not just because it's Nipsey, but also he had a very interesting point that really, really affected me. He said, when a kid walks around the streets, they see nothing. They see nothing. They see like, the tire shop they mm-hmm. see you know the liquor stores the liquor stores and stuff like that so as they're going through the streets there's no encouragement in there for to become anything bigger than and that's their lives they go from here to from point a to point b to the school and this, this and that and it's yeah and he's like this mural is not for like just to do a cool mural inside the it's it's to make sure that that kid when he's walking down the school whatever he sees that you can be an artist you could do a mural of your favorite rapper or whatever or your favorite artist and things like that mm-hmm. and you could you could get paid for that or you could become something there's not just the things that, and so he wanted to put this mural in there and he had the community do come and help and buff and stuff like that i remember helping him do this mural and going to get some water at the gro- at the little um, like 7-Eleven, not 7-Eleven, but like, you know, little liquor store. Yeah, and, and he was, uh, when I was there, there was a kid, you know, with his older brother. His older brother looks like, you know, he was up to no good, but, um, you know, he's like, whatever, you know, cool kid, whatever. But the little kid was like, yo, hey, you're the one of the artists, right? I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, yo, I help, I help buff that wall. And, and I was it's like, so you, means so much to wow. me. I was like, you know what? You helped paint yeah. that wall. And yeah. you take that pride and you, you own it because you, own it. you, if it wasn't for you, we would still be out there working on this because <laughs> it was a big wall, but he had that pride and he saw that there is a possibility to do something bigger than yourself. Yeah. Cause I saw Valerie did the footlock. Yeah. That was huge. 
So I helped her with that, and that was, oh my god, I don't want to talk about it. It was, it was a lot of work. It was a lot of work. To kind of, to kind of touch that on that. That is super man. dope. But that's 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 uh, that's over Redbird. And people don't think about that. And yeah. Think yeah yeah and, and so there's there's that opportunity and the possibility but that mural i think is just a key importance to the community because now it's it, it's a place where they could be proud of and and you know what's even crazier so we were just talking about anywhere you go where it's hunted there's graffiti artists right mm -hmm. oh yeah so to me the scariest thing mm -hmm. is to go to a place and see no graffiti no paintings on the walls, no, no writing. That tells me that not even a graffiti artist is either brave enough to go there or there's just no culture happening. And so when we were in South Dallas, we, we were driving around and I was just like, yo, bro, I'm uneasy. And he's like, why? It's like, there is no graffiti anywhere. Yeah. And I was like this. I mean, they have there is no uh, artistic or anything like that. Yeah there because they're too busy working they're too busy in school they're too busy like worrying about you know surviving and all this stuff that they, they don't have time it's a privilege to to get some spray paint you know and i was just yeah. like yo man this is even more important than you i know, ever expected to to touch on what you were saying uh, i gotta say you know the, the things that dr dre's been working on over in compton man. yes dog like, it's not compton it's not what it used to be no. but it's, it's because he's the, helping it yeah the money that he's put into those resources into those communities man i mean dude how can you not watch that and mm -hmm. make the moves and, and look at his story and be like yeah yo like that is so dope <laughs> and they were they weren't even trying to be famous like it was so like we were just trying to make music for the hood like dope music yeah for the hood. and you know what cube has done uh, and, and granted, I get it. There's there's a Hollywood spin to it, but I would say you know watching Cube go on shows and talk about their trajectory of their life and, and how they yeah. I was like, yo, like these were kids that were just like we just want to make music, bro. Dude, like, I don't know if you remember the interview with Snoop Dogg when he first started. Yeah. I mean, he was like 14. Yeah. He was a kid. Yeah, he was a kid. And and. and and now it's like S N O W, <laughs> and I'm like, yo, how many times do you not hear one, two, three? And we're like, we're we're twelve again, man. Yeah, we're yeah. twelve again. And and those are the things that, you know, when when we think of art, hip hop, and it's and all important. Culture, all it's important, all important bro. to the culture, to it, the kids, to the yeah. name. And and it's like a lot of times, you know, how they always say, oh, you're poisoning our kids with this and this is no, you're giving them. Uh, some sort of like a, a vision to what it could to what be, it could be. What it, especially now yeah. rap has evolved so much that now it's literally a work of art. It's Dude. literally a work of art. Just, just, just an example. This is America. Oh, got yes. challenge Gambino. Dude, <laughs> dude, you look at that video now, ay, now, ay, not, ay, not, ay. not when it came out, you can see, <laughs> you can see it when it came out and still be like, yo, this is, this is bigger, yeah. but you can see it now. And it's even, it, it, and that's the beautiful thing. It's that's when you do the right type of art expression. It doesn't mm -hmm. have to be. In, it could be in anything, in any music, anything. But he he actually achieved a masterpiece of work. Whenever you see that video, the song, everything about that, everything about that, it's a masterpiece of work. Because there's, if you could look at a, a work of art and have your own interpretation, or like have a hundred other people have a hundred or different interpretations, then you know you achieve greatness. And that's the formula, that's, bro. And, and one of the things also, man, if we don't have Dr. Dre yeah. in, in that movement, is there a Kendrick Lamar? Yeah. 
you know exactly where where would Kendrick to, be if yeah. it wasn't for like that whole history you know you know what i'm saying like those are voices that you know and and us speaking from our culture right we 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 were almost like mesmerized because they tell these stories of even the neighborhoods we grew up in right yeah. but we didn't have like a you know uh spm or mm -hmm. you know um frost kid frost you know this shout out shout out um but those are come the on the show yeah yeah come on with it man <laughs> um those are things that you you, you look those are yeah. impactful to our american experience right because we as you said man if, if you're able to look at this and say oh man that that impacted me in such a way you know you look at a mural every day and you're like man i could be that yeah um you know it, it's one of those things that it's it allows you to dream man and yeah. you know as you drive around dallas and i know you've touched on many walls here man and you know uh i remember driving by and maybe you know who did this but the artist that did the get out DAC version yeah that was uh, that yeah dog. that was a weiler yeah weiler. powerful man and even though i know it was taken but the 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 political stance of that yeah i know they repaint over remember yeah well like, it, it was it was at the uh fabrication yard nothing lasts more than which nothing lasts more than than a 24 hours there right. and that's normal we're used to it but me and jeremy did the black panther there really when chadwick passed yeah, away chadwick, yeah and that yeah, stayed for like up, man. that stayed for like two like a month two yo months. man I, I i reached out to d and i was like no way dude that blew I was up like, that blew up man i we didn't expect it and it was so funny because that morning we heard we heard about it that night. Yeah, I heard about and, it that night too. And and we were really like he he hit me up. He's just like texting me. He's like, Man, did you hear this? Man, this one really broke me, man. Yeah. And he was like, Yo, man, chat, we passed away. And I was like, Nah, you ne never even You're messing with me, yeah, bro. Yeah. There is no way. I was like, Black Panther's gone, bro. And I was yeah. like, No way. It hit me, man. Yeah. We were going to paint the day after. We were just going to paint because we, we were painting that every weekend during that time just because, you know, we wanted to. It was during, you know, quarantine and all this stuff. And it was the only way that we could be kind of out in the open and still be, you know, safe and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So with that morning we were there and I remember like not having any paint with me, like nothing. I only had uh, black and white and a purple, which was perfect, you know, mm -hmm. and I did went to go get some more paint. And he was just like, um, he's like, no, I don't want to do this. You know, it's, you know, it's. it's this, this and that and i was like i was like no no man let's do it you know let's just let's just let's just do it i mean it, it's it's here in the fabrication yard yeah. it'll be up one day and it'll be gone right tomorrow right there, we don't have to worry about it um and not to mention i mean come on how can you know yeah that was uh dude we that, did yeah we impactful, did it bro we did it that night we did it like in, in that day we finished it i did the black panther he did chatwick um and i remember the next day, like the news and it broke. And then for a whole, like we were getting calls from, from like California, from like, you know, San Antonio and people were like, which one is quick interview. Can you, can you stop by, you know, the, the wall? And like you got, you got really crazy. You got really crazy, but it's, and I, and I told Jeremy for the longest time, I was like, I was like, it's not that we're good artists because, you know, anybody could have done it and anybody, you know, does it all around the world. It's like, it's because that's how much he meant to the african-american community to everyone to the superhero you know to yeah, the comic that, book collectors it, it it was just the first time that we actually were represented like they were represented in in, in the in the in a movie the right way yeah, the right 
right way. The man. right way. And that, I mean, that's an incredible achievement. And it's so funny because that's always been available to them. They just chose not to do it. Mm-hmm. That's always been available. You know, the, the, the Black Panther character is, is he's not just, they, didn't just, they didn't just create it last night. Yeah, or the, it's been around for, you know, since what, like, beginning of like Stanley Stan yeah Stanley created it and, and and the Black Panther name was uh I think the the actual Black Panther the Black Panthers they got it I think it was a little bit after the the comic book character I don't know if it has the same inspiration but like, it was during that time where it's like so close that it's, it's like it means a lot the social media impact that it had on children man and you have back to back you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like these kids are like my favorite superhero just died and thinking like this was not Black Panther just died. Like the guy that I know plays Black yes. Panther has died. But it's not even it's not even just that he passed away because I mean obviously but just ha- what happened, the events they built up to this because he was working so hard mm-hmm. and he was going through this I mean he was going through the worst thing that anybody could have gone through and still was, he had the dignity and the persona to be like, this is personal mm-hmm. and this is, I'm just going to deal with it with my family and not tell anybody. So like, in order, it's, it's like that time where your parents, like they know some shit's about to go down, but they play it cool just so they don't scare you, scare you. you know? And that's how he, he felt like, you know, like he was chilling us from like the worst. You're like, yeah. no, it's cool. Like, check this movie. I check this movie. I check this movie. And he was going to these openings and stuff like that. And just to find out that he was struggling with this, it's heartbreaking. Yeah. And you're like, oh, He's my such God. A good dude. It's like, such I wish he wouldn't. He, I wish he would have told us because then we would have like made sure that he was OK. Yeah. You know, like we got out of our ways. But he was like, no, I don't want that for me. I don't want that for you guys. And it almost feels like, like he did it for us, yeah. you know. Even in this, even even as he knew he only had, yeah, so many, it, so much time. It's super heartbreaking and 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 yeah. inspirational in a way. It, it's really it's really crazy how fragile life is, mm-hmm. and how don't ever take it for granted. Don't ever take your friends for mm-hmm. granted, and make sure that you know that that you do everything in your power to to make sure that people are okay you, you know and a lot of uh, the artistic world responded even when kobe passed yeah, oh my god Co- kobe, that was, a, kobe was, was a gut punch one, after, one after another one and, and, and kobe's i mean just out of that's that another video, heartbreaking man. story and, and and he felt so cheated because you felt like all these years you've been watching him yeah through the shack years and you know could he do it on his own and yeah. then he 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 won more titles and then now he's moving into winning an Oscar for yeah you know, yeah for the for the movie yes and then and then then now going into the second part of his life after yeah. basketball and you're like man so you young it's so young man and and the way the art artists responded around the world man was just amazing yeah. some of the pieces that I've seen on murals um you know just I was just like wow. Yeah, and, and it, it, it goes to the, when people say, like, you know, like, you have a responsibility as an artist, or you have a responsibility as, as a famous person, all this stuff, and people are like, oh, well, who's going to listen to this guy? Who's going to listen to this guy? And then you see somebody like Kobe pass away, and you realize how big his impact is. And then you realize that the, the, the weight 
the these individuals uh lives they like the weight they have and how much it carries to everybody else mm -hmm. and you start realizing how important you you are as an individual and how much change you could bring to the world you know by doing what i mean kobe was an incredible player you know and he played but thanks to that it blew up to this whole other thing you know yeah. the, the where the world was like yo kobe bryant passed away yeah you know so it does give you a perspective on 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 on, on how you should definitely take the importance of everything that you say as an individual and you do because it does make a difference on other individuals and other friends and other people yeah i remember when, when ali passed uh years ago ali was different though mm -hmm. like ali had you know that generational reach you know what i mean yeah but we i mean yes we, we did know he was having those health issues towards the end but yeah you know ali just after he passed at icon least, yeah icon but at least you could say ali had a full life yeah and yeah. his legacy will continue to live on as well but that hit hit a little bit different than it, it hits it hits it hits because like i said he's an icon and, and you respect and, and everything he's done in his life but you're kind of there's a closure to it mm -hmm. you realize that you know as an individual you know that life is not promised for anyone mm -hmm. and it doesn't live it doesn't go on forever so you respect that you respect that he did have uh, a full life and he closed it with a very decent uh as a decent man and mm -hmm. he was you know respected to the very end and so you automatically have that closure because you realize that you know like it, it seems like the proper time mm -hmm. but whenever you have somebody else like you know like kobe when you realize that it's, it's, it's not the time you know you feel like he still has so much more you feel like you're robbed of that you're robbed of of what he was gonna do next that you were gonna be at odds with you know mm -hmm. and and so at that moment you feel that pain and hurt of like i wanted to see him i wanted to see more of him and unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to. As you get older, you start doing less and less things, too, where you're not you're like you're OK because you already did the greatest things, you know. And in, in a way where we live in a selfish world where people are only looking out for themselves. So at the end of the day, when Kobe died, it's not because, yes, you feel bad, but it's because you wanted more of him. And right. it comes in that selfish. And yeah. the, but then you also like you just got to respect it, that you got to look back and be like, yes, we we do have all these memories we do have all these amazing gameplays amazing you know things that he did for his community and everything else so that's still there so we can still you know allow their lives to keep going in that perspective you know not just be like oh i wish what could have he done next or whatever but now we can still you know like i said like an artist could still you know paint uh kobe and it would be just as impactful uh representation not of him physically like there but as his memory of his memory yeah um speaking of legacies and so forth um if you could give yourself your i would say 15 year old self any advice man what would it be don't change anything <laughs> <laughs> but the question i have yeah how do you hang off the bridge paint and a d right side up yeah so 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 that's a very good question. he said how do you hang off the bridge and paint and still be right side up so i was never as gifted as some of my friends but i had this 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 friend of mine named kane and he was he's a writer too 
And this guy was like a ninja. He was like straight up a ninja. So one time it was raining. Oh my God. It was raining. Right. And we were, we had this thing where I'll go stay in his house. And as soon as 12 o'clock hit, we will grab our cans in a backpack and we'll go out like till six in the morning until the cans ran out. We'll wow. hit up everything from the park all the way to schools to like everything. We'll just one after, after another. And he had this incredible, and he was like a tall dude and, and he, real quiet, real chill. It looked like, you know, like if, if we would start running, I feel like I could outrun him just because he seemed like real chill. Like he wouldn't even try. <laughs> But this guy was incredible. So when we will go to the school, he'll like just chill and he'll like pick up his, he'll push back his glasses and he'll be like, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit up this, this area here and this area right over here. And, um, are you coming? And I was like, how are you going to do that? Like, how are you going to get up? How are you going to get up there? You know? And he's like, um, just, just follow my lead. And then I don't know where he'll like do like some ninja moves and he'll climb up the little pole and he will be up there and i was like yo no 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 nothing. Harness, no, no nothing no. oh my god he would just get up there and he would like and then he'll start painting he's like so are you coming up here and i was like uh no i'm, I'm good i just you know hit up the bottom spot there was so we, after one night we were going and it started like not not raining but it was just like drizzling and there was this billboard and the billboards, I don't know if you, obviously, I don't know if you've ever seen them, but they're like 10 feet high yeah. before the stairs start. So you actually have to get like 10 yeah, feet I'm high. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, and, and they're made out of metal. Like it's just steel, you know? So when it starts raining, wow. it becomes really slippery. slippery. Oh yeah. And not to mention like they have like their, it's, it, it, once you get up there, it's like a foot and a half of walking space. <laughs> Some of them are a little bigger, but some are like a foot and a half. So the thing about a graffiti artist is that we paint and we're always painting like a big scale, bigger than us. So when we paint, we have to step back yeah. to to see if it's good. But in a billboard, you step back, you die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not to mince words. <laughs> yeah. So, so, but this time I was already like getting shown by this guy that he was like doing all this stuff. So I was like, you know, this time I'm going to do it. I'm gonna do it. Let's let's do it. And so he's like, "All right, cool. So I'm gonna get up there and you do this and this." So he like does this ninja move. Like he just hops like through a trash can and the side of the wall, and he holds on to the to the ladder, and he starts climbing it up. And he gets up there and he starts painting. And so I'm like, "Okay, man. Okay, time time to you know brave up, man. Brave up. I gotta do this." Jesus. So I was like, "I saw how he did it. I'm gonna go ahead and do it." So I jump through the trash can. I, I go through the wall and I hang on to the thing. But when I hang on to the thing, it's like really slippery. And he had like kung fu grip. I don't know what he was doing. So when I grabbed it and there's no there's no bottom kick, there's nothing. So you kind of just hang and your, your legs go forward and your hands just go oh they pull my back. God. So then like as soon as it pulls back, then I just see like the I just see the billboard getting like smaller. <laughs> kidding me man and i just hit that ground oh how far, how far? For, it's like 10 feet oh like my god feet. So dude just swing and then it fell back and i just remember like closing my eyes and just opening them and you see like the little water coming down 
You know, like you feel the water so in your you, face. You passed out. You feel the water in your face. And I was like, oh, damn, what happened? And then he just comes down and he's like, hey, man, you didn't make it. And I was like, you know, I was just making sure that you were, you know, where he was coming and you were safe. <laughs> we can move on. <laughs> Dude, any back problems from that? No, nah, I mean, I, I feel like I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Man, dude. Yeah, hey man, Jesus. it comes with the territory. Wow. Yeah. Um your your son, man. Yes. Does he ever look at what dad's doing and so my son is he's very so he's been exposed to to art and everything that has happened since he was very little. He's been through this uh, to to him is normal. Like to him it doesn't it's not out of it's it, like galleries, all this stuff. It's it's very normal. But the thing that has been happening recently is that he's uh, in high school and he has art school. So the funny part is that he has art school. And every time that I like before uh, everything that went that happened when he was still going to like actual physical classes, um, it was that the art teachers didn't know who I was. Mm-hmm. Like, and it was fine. You know, like I would go and I would think, well, maybe he's like, oh, my dad, you know, he paints or whatever. Nothing. So I'll walk into this classrooms. They're like, okay, hi. Oh, yeah. You know, he's really good and he's doing this. And this. I was like, all right, cool, cool, cool. And then I will go to his like, um, like history class. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, your son tells me that you're a fantastic artist. I would love to see some of your work. <laughs> and I'm like, what <laughs> is happening break right out, now? I got the Sharpie. Yes. <laughs> and it, 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 I was like, okay, cool. You know, I mean, it, it makes sense. So, anyway, so. Now that he's in, he's 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 going to school from from home, he's doing homework, art art homework, right? But um, they gave him like some supplies. They're like, I mean, school supplies. They're like having to spread real thin because everything that's happening. So they're giving him like some some like a here's, here's a piece of paper and, and here's some pencils and good luck. <laughs> good luck. Yeah, and I so. And so he's, he's doing, he's doing homework and I don't like to bug him and let him do his own thing. So, but one time I had to uh, go into his room and it was so funny because it was like, it was like, I, I walked in on him almost like watching porn. Like it felt like that. It felt, it felt so wrong. Like I walked in and it's like, Oh my God, father. <laughs> but, but, but he was doing art. His, he was doing his art assignments. You know, but he was like, oh, don't look at, don't look at this art assignment. And I was like, what are you doing, son? Yeah. Don't look at my art. It was so funny. It was like, it was so unexpected. And, and, and the thing about it is just that, and I was like, I was like, what are you doing? And he's like, oh, it's because I got to do this art assignment and stuff like that. And I was like, why didn't you ask me? You know, it's like, what, what are you using? I was like, oh, I, you know, there's like everything in the world just downstairs, you know? And he was like, no, well, you know, other kids have to do it with this stuff. So I just want to make sure that I'm in the same playing field and I don't want to do this and this and that. And I was like, how come you didn't come to me? And I felt so betrayed and so heartbroken. <laughs> I was like, how come you come to me and, and, and talk to me about this? And he was like, well, you know, I don't want to bug you. It's, it's my own thing. I want to make sure that I learn in my way and stuff like that. And I was like, I could respect that. Um and, and, and he was like that. And then I, I talked to my wife and, and, and my, I was like, yo, my son's doing artwork without me. And he won't talk to me about it. <laughs> it's and, like, Dre, son, the, the, I got this. I, I got want this. you to produce, man. I'm yeah. good. And, and, I, and it was, it was, it was devastating for me. But, you know, she was like, well, he just wants to do his own thing. He wants to make sure. And also not to mention is like, can you imagine, you know, your father is like, he 
you, he sees the paintings being created and stuff like that and, and 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 you have to do this assignment and how critical he is of himself mm-hmm. because he has a standard of a specific height you know that he has to fall under and not yeah. you know not being a, feeling like he might not be able to, to maybe good. achieve that yeah. and it could be like a lot of you know stress oh yeah and so I, I I was like I was like well, I, I guess you're right and I talked to him I was just like you know what I didn't start this way you know there's nobody ever starts this way you have to suck in order for you to be kind of good at something mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean practice is, yeah. is just the way you do it, it practice 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 yeah. and 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 I told him I was like you know you you see me do all this stuff but this is like me being doing it for like close to 30 years plus you know since I was like 10 you know like a young kid like four i can be drawing non-stop so technically by the time if you if you keep at it and you get you keep practicing by the time you're my age you might be better than me mm-hmm. you know but it, it takes time and i was like it's okay and he's like well you know i just want to make sure that that i learn the way the teachers want me to because that's i'm in their classroom and i gotta respect them you know um yeah. <laughs> well, and and uh, also, I think you, you want to be able to let him find his own voice. Yeah, you know? that's yeah. it's important. No, it's it's super important, and, and and I mean that's what I believe in. You know, that's how I got to where I am because I was able to experiment from all these things and and do my own thing. Uh, and I don't want him to be any different. I mean, he's he's more than capable. He's a smart individual. He hit that that's capable of doing he gets straight a so he yeah. knows that he can do whatever he wants and i'm pra- practically fine with that yes yeah. i support dude and, and then not only that but he, maybe he's a second coming man <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, he can do whatever he wants uh, that's no no pressure um you know one of the things i also um where do you see like the Dallas scene as far as the art uh, going? Um, so and for where, from where it's been into where it's going. So for the longest time, I I always saw Dallas as the baby. It, it's a baby. They're still like drinking milk and starting to eat solid food when it comes to the art world. And the reason why I say this is because I've been I've been to I've been to California. I've been to New York. I've been to um, Miami. And I seen their art community and their art world and how advanced they are and how how like open arms they are to every artist. They know the potential of what art can do. Uh, they know the potential of what a mural can can bring. It could just bring people from everywhere just to come take a picture. We live in an Instagram world where there's visual uh, representations are super important now. So they see that and they see potential. They see money. They see what we like. You're an artist. Let me see your work. Oh, man, here's money. We need to make sure that you're okay and you're taken care of because this is an investment. And those already are exposed to that. And Dallas is kind of the baby of that situation. It's growing. They're still very old fashioned. There's a lot of old money where they're like, it's more um, the I need to decorate my my house and it needs to look right because this person is telling me that it should be this way. But a lot of them are already picking up on it. There is just like, yo, this is dope and we need this. And I love this because I love looking at it. 
and I need this in my life and I need this in my living room right now. And that's happening and it's, it's, it's moving because Deep Ellum just five years ago was still under development and now everybody's moving in and now is this crazy like other world that it wasn't there five years ago and the driving force behind that it's because it's a cool place to live in and what made it so cool it was all the murals all the graffiti all the people all the bars and all the that culture that lived there and then so now they're like yo wait we want this and so almost like deep elm is like a little windwood that's happening and it's growing because now they're bringing even other artists from outside. We're starting to see a lot of murals where they're no longer like, you know, a couple of thousands of dollar murals. They're just start looking like a hundred thousand dollar murals out there and projects where they're spending a lot of money to bring in artists from outside. When you start getting to that point, that's when you start realizing like they're starting to embrace that. And the beautiful thing about it is that Dallas does have a foundation that has been building for years with incredible talent. You know, Carlos Don Juan, Sergio Garcia, you know, there's all these people that have been already blowing up outside of Dallas and they're here. It's they starting to realize that those people are here and they're starting to utilize those situations because they're starting to invite those people to, to bigger events and bigger venues and bigger murals here in Dallas. So it's just a matter of time. Uh, I'm thinking in the next five years, it's going to eventually blow up where like, it's going to be one of those things where they're going to have incredible, just huge names come out of here and just blow up all around the world. So it's, it's still a baby. It's getting there, but it's, it's, it's pretty good. And I, and a lot of my friends, I have a lot of friends that have moved to California because they're like, you know, Dallas doesn't show me any love, but they go to California and they start blowing up instantly. And yeah, yeah, you know, exactly. Like yeah. California's opportunities are insane when it comes yeah. to the art world and just uh, the creative environment. Oh, yeah, for sure. Hey, you walk down Venice Beach, man. Yeah. Oh, insane. It, it's insane, man. Uh, a lot of those guys, you know why they always say it's like the perfect homeless weather? Yeah. Because these you guys just chill out there and, and these guys live on the beach and all they have to do is get their little setup out there, wait for these tourists to come by. And I'm talking about everyone from jewelry makers to if you are an artist and, and paper to pen or I mean, paper to canvas or whatever yeah uh, tattoo artist man that's another that's another tattoo like, the tattoo industry is yeah. huge huge it's huge because you know for the longest time it was a taboo but then those kids grew up mm-hmm. you know and now those kids have money and now those kids want tattoos. They want the, the, the cool stuff. They want mm-hmm. the cool jewelry. They want the cool shoes. They want everything. Culture, man. Yeah, the culture. And and they're the ones that dictate what's hot now. Because mm-hmm. a lot of the times, people go where the money's at. Mm-hmm. And if those people want those things, then those people are going to bring them those things. And tattoo is definitely one of those subcultures that is it's in the mainstream now. And it's super accepted to the point where like now people are spending thousands of dollars to make sure that they have the right tattoo and yeah. i don't blame them mr cartoon beautiful artwork out there yeah mr cartoon has been one of those like old school like yes. low rider classic, I mean, he, classic yeah i mean low he, rider. he's tatted a lot of rappers but yeah he, his I documentary is incredible yeah it's incredible that just the, the the name of people that he has gone he mm-hmm. had kim kardashian before she was hot yeah <laughs> you know i mean that's crazy like this guy was in tune with the culture before he was cool, you know, yeah, like that dude, he had like all kinds of just amazing people. Yeah, he's 
he was very impactful in that it, it just from an art just the way he does his shadows the yeah. skulls just the the symmetry to and his he letters could freestyle that oh stuff yeah too. exactly that's the key word he could freestyle him and yeah and he has it's on I, his mind i've heard that he's ha he has a wait list of like years yeah a lot of these people like literally like the the somewhat well-known tattoo artist is at least two years yeah once you get to his point you have to wait like four to five years sometimes Amazing. even longer yeah. uh, but it's worth the wait oh yeah you know and i mean by that time you know you better save up your money too because man they're not you. cheap they're not cheap man um you know uh, as things go as far as murals and you know um businesses grow and you have the the way that you know you have people leaving california in mm -hmm. droves and coming to texas and yeah do you kind of foresee like even those artists that are coming from california here able to do you think that can that's contributing to that change absolutely so so the thing the thing about people coming there's california is, is very expensive new york mm -hmm. is very expensive and a lot of those artists either come back home or they move here because they either starting a family or they need something where it's a little bit more slow down and not to mention over there for the price that they could get like a small little studio apartment over here they can get a, a house mm -hmm. so they're starting to come in and be like yo dallas is cheap they could get a studio space for like dirt cheap and they just go ahead and they buy all this stuff and they settle here and they still do business out there because now with the with the way the social media works and everything else, you can literally start your business from anywhere. One of the biggest uh, advertising the same firms that I have uh, became really good friends with, uh, already being true, the ABC, they're here in Wiley, you know, and they work with Nike. They work with all these people and they work around the world. And, and, and it's so crazy that they could just stay here and not have to move there to mm -hmm. make their business work. It's an incredible achievement. And yeah. that tells you a lot. Now you don't really have to, literally live in all these places and the hot spots to make sure it helps but once you made it you could just come back home and be here and 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 make a business out of that and still be just as popular or famous as anywhere else I mean, it's the unconventional way to yeah. do things man um no that's very true man i man um it's been such a a whirlwind of where you've been to now where you are and man, it, it's it's so unbelievably humbling, man, to to get it, be able to share some time with you, man. Um, yeah, I um, appreciate that. Do me a favor, man. Plug in your social media, your website, uh, any upcoming shows that you have coming up. I know that with Corona and hopefully 2021 is going to be the anecdote that we all need, man, to to just start living life as normal as possibly as we can, you know. Yeah. Um, we definitely want to be uh, mindful, but you know the content that we put out out there is is our responsibility to bring culture and and positivity, man. And that's why yeah. I thought you were a great, great interview, man. And um, so, to anyone that's interested in following you and or getting in touch with you, man, you know, just you know, yeah. plug up your website and your. your so social. you can follow me on Instagram at Hatsiel H A T C I E L. Uh, you can follow me on Facebook at same thing, facebook.com slash H-A-T-Z-I-E-L. 
or just hotcl.com is my website uh feel free to stop by and just give me a shout out and say hi any youtube channels you got going no on? No, no no you know what i'm 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 terrified of being in front of the camera <laughs> i freeze up i freeze up so you know it's funny because like uh my last show that i had uh they asked me to do a small video and i tried so hard to make sure that that video was just decent and even then, he was absolutely terrible. Man. It's just I'm terrible in front of the camera. I'm just terrible in front of the camera. Dude, I'd be interested to have a, a roundtable, man. <laughs> you guys, man. Just uh, just from a, a, cool. a, a conversation standpoint, like the stories you guys could tell, man, I, I think that the energy in that room would be so great, man. Yeah. Uh, from the tagging days to murals and and just working with certain galleries and, and what you can control. Yeah. Um, you know, also your experiences and, and what you've gone through, obviously, you know, balancing life, husband, family, father, and all that. Um, anyone that is thinking about getting into this industry, what kind of advice can you give them? The, the number one advice that I could give anybody, anybody for this is that patience is a virtue. Patience, 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 patience for painting, patience for, for, for your career, patience for everything. Nothing works overnight. Everything takes time and you have to work at it. You have to be able to go out there and nobody's going to come to you uh, and tell you, you know, I want to showcase your work. I want to, I want to, I want a mirror. I want that. You have to go out there and get it. Um, not, never be afraid. Uh, put yourself out there and it'll let you know uh, where you stand. And once you know where you stand and, and, and you can see the road in front of you, you can make a plan of how to get to places. But first you need to see where you stand. And it's super important because that will allow you to uh, perfect those imperfections. Mm -hmm. And once you got those pinpointed, then it allows you to move a step forward. And that's just a step forward out of a hundred other steps. And then you gotta the once you in that space do it all over again, and then as long as it's just the more you start moving, also things do get easier because mm -hmm. you start building up like a community, you start building up clientele, you start building up uh, a reputation, you start building up, and every step that you take, you carry a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more. By the time you get ten steps, you maybe already have a good following. People love your work. They have a specific style that you that you follow. Um, you don't struggle painting a painting as much, you know. And then by the time that you get to a hundred steps, your arsenal is so big that you can literally throw anything out there and people will pick it up. So it takes time to to build that, but you have to be willing to put in the work. You have to be willing to put in the practice. You have to be willing to put in. Um, the, the answering the emails, answering the phone calls, calling out there, uh, doing your research, uh, finding out what galleries are having open calls or, or uh, maybe even starting up murals, uh, specific uh, prices, and you build up those, uh, you know, you start affordable so like people could say yes more often and then build up to where they, when it becomes desire your work becomes so desirable that you could be like, well, it's this much, you know, but you got to build up to that stuff. So start small and keep building up like a snowball until you get to the end. And from just the, the, the financial part of it, I know because yeah. um, I've, I've talked to D about it as a, even as a graphic designer, it sometimes feels like we're in an industry that yeah. 
you know, we're artists as it is. We're probably under, <laughs> I guess, under um, value, appreciated, yeah. undervalued. Under, and so as you get into this industry, um, just from my own personal experience, I would say get into it because you have a passion for it yeah. in anything, but, but especially it helps. Art. Yeah, it helps. Have a passion for it. Know that the payoff is not so much getting that check, but yeah. the gratification, as, as Asiel mentioned earlier, from that little kid saying that he buffed that, that yeah. wall and, and, you know, those employees at the DMA coming to him and, and feeling just so proud of the fact that he's able to represent us and be in the room. Those are the things, those are the wins that we really kind of go into being creatives and, 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 and helps us to kind of really be like, this is why I do it. You know, the money's going to come. It, it, you know what? I, I would say the money's going to come, but you, you obviously we got to pay bills. Obviously we got to, we got to, you know, feed our families. We have to do all this stuff. So it is important for you to, to do passion projects, but it's also important for you to do money projects. Mm. Uh, choose your battles wisely. Uh, I try not to, Ex overextend my hand i do have to do jobs that are going to pay the bills you have to obviously be able to uh balance those but the one thing that i do realize that i learned there was the, one of the most important things of being able to do the jobs that pay my bills and do passion projects into one is that you develop a specific style as an artist that only you can do because at the end of the day, they can only go to you for that style. And the more uh, popular that style yeah. becomes, then the more they're going to come to you. And there's going to be copy cutters. They're going to be like, they're going to copy your style, right? Mm -hmm. If they copy your style, if your style is very well um, formatted to you, the, as soon as they, they copy your style, it's like, oh, that's not like, a, like a hot sale piece. They're always going to be compared to you. And it's like, well... Why should I get you when I could go get the original? Yeah. And then nobody. And then before you know it, if they want to cause cause is a perfect example. Cause has a very unique style. It comes from graffiti and he mixed it up with the whole cartoon thing. But if you want the X eyes on your character, you can only go to him. So if you want the real deal, you can only go to him. Mm -hmm. And so that's very important for an artist to do, who have to develop their own style. And that will allow them to kind of close that market for themselves as well. Because then like that, they will only go to, like, if they need a mural, this and that seal, they will only go to Haciel. Man. And like, we'll, we'll only go to Haciel whenever we need the, the, the 411. Any upcoming shows that you have coming up for 2021? So I just closed my last show, um, in Austin and I did the, uh, the mural, uh, festival. So I've been actually extremely busy nonstop uh -huh. to take the holidays off. Nice. So right now I don't have anything planned till probably I'm, I'm, I'm thinking I'm trying, I'm shooting for this one show in January. Mm -hmm. um, see if I could get it. And if that's a possibility, then they probably have something coming in January and I'll keep everybody updated on Instagram. Man, please do, man. You have a platform. Come on anytime. Yeah. Do have to have Appreciate you, you having me, man, man, this dude, fun. this is fun. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, this is fun for me. Uh, it's fun for, you know, for the opportunity that I have to, to be able to kind of bring these American experiences to, to our listeners, man. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I love it. You know, it's a, art is one of the passion t 
topics that, uh, that I, I really love to talk about, especially with someone who not only is in it, lives in it, <laughs> does it, does I'm the grind. Deep, deep in it. You know, uh, and and even then, man, like my, uh, it's so admirable that you managed to, to make it all balance out, man. And I get it. It's not a formula to that. No. You just make it work. Uh, and not only that, man, proud that you're, you know, Mexicano, Latino, you have that voice, you're in the room. And you're representing, man, and and man, that that to me is is valuable, man. And no, and appreciate that, you know, you you know, you're I, I would say you're you're a friend, man. And hey, thank you, man. Yeah, you. I mean, it's, thank it's, you. It's been a long time. Well, so it has I, been I a hope, long time. I hope that we're still friends. We are. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm glad that you 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 know when I contacted you, you were so cool about it, and and I said, you know what, man, I know you're busy. If you want to just plug up the phone, we'll put the mic to it. And you're like, no, 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 you know, man, whatever you're comfortable with. But, you know, if case a call drops, I don't want to, you know, I don't want that to mess with the, you know, with the quality of the conversation. I said, okay. I said, come on through. <laughs> and I I told D when he gets here, bro, the room is just going <laughs> to light up, bro. <laughs> and as soon as he walked in, it was like we just never stopped. It nah. was just catching up, carry on where we last left off. And the energy was just boom, 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 boom. He hit us with the... You know, he, he he straight up was conspiracy guy about <laughs> paranormal and and paranormal and art meet. <laughs> man, as in closing, man, I man, once again, man, so appreciative of the time, bro. And as always, you're welcome back anytime, bro. All you gotta do is say, yo, I'm I'm ready to come on back. <laughs> I, I'm dropping some hot some hot joints, man. Like I need I need to come out here. Um just know that this is always an avenue for you to come and you Appreciate know drop that, some knowledge, Thank man. You. Uh Thank you again, man. Uh, we really appreciate the time to our sponsors and partners at MaximumMedia.com. Hit us up. Uh, to our listeners, thank you for tuning in. And uh, we'll see you next time. And remember, God does not like cowards. <laughs> the American Experience with Ernesto Palomino.